of Jeremiah chapter 1. That's where we're going to read from. Uh, I'm going to start reading in verse 4. It reads this way in verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. That's very powerful. Um, Jeremiah is considered one of the major prophets of that day, and he has been pulled aside. God has a special purpose for him, just like he has a special purpose for you. I want to speak into that special purpose that God has for you. And he starts to lay some things out and I'll talk into it and then we'll go into prayer. He starts to lay some things out here. And out of these a few verses from Jeremiah 1 verse, verse 4 through verse 7, he says to Jeremiah, um, let me get my iPad to stop moving and talking back to me. We're good now. He begins to talk to Jeremiah, number one, there was heavenly interaction before there, were, before there was earthly conception. There was heavenly interaction before or prior to that earthly conception. So he says to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, which that is prior to conception, that is prior to a mother and a father coming together. He said, I knew you, which means that word knew is used uh, as a reference to being intimate or intertwined. Uh, so he said, I was intimate with you. We had intimate conversation. We had in intimate interaction prior to you, uh, you coming together, your parents coming together and bringing forth conception. So God says, before you were thought of your mother and your father, we knew one another. That's strong right there. So God says, before you knew them, before they even came together, I knew you. We had communication. We had relationship. And then he says, even he goes in even further. And he said, and before you were born, I sanctified you. I, I set you apart. So number two is you were set apart because you are the one. So he set you apart before you were born. He doesn't set you apart after you're born. He sets you apart before you're born. So God has this plan for you before you're born. Uh, that's why we use kingdom teaching to really help you to understand what God's purpose and God's will was for you before you were born. After you're born, you learn all the customs and all the beliefs and all the uh, positive things as well as negative things. You, you learn those from your earthly parents. But God said, uh, before conception, before there was any earthly uh, conception, uh, we had heavenly interaction. So you you existed. And when you understand these things, you existed before you came to earth and you'll exist after you leave earth. And that, that's strong. So it's not that you're going to lose existence. You existed before you came to earth you'll exist after you come to earth. Now, what you do in the in-between times is important and that's where I come in and that's where you come in. You have to realize that he has set you apart because you're the one. I, I can remember growing up and um, 
I can remember being around a lot of people and I didn't, I didn't hang out with large groups because I couldn't find where I fit. So I can remember all the way back, you know, very early that I just, I, I was there. I, I, I may have even, even been in a car, but I never felt like I fit. So, and, and the reason for that is that before I was born, I was set apart. So if I was set apart before I was born, then how am I going to fit in things that do not cultivate or sharpen me or equip me for my future? So the reason you felt, and you don't want to be a person that isolates yourself. There is a group that you fit in. It is your responsibility through the power of the Holy Spirit to find that group, that group and, and fit into that group. You're, you're supposed to fit into that group. Well, the group I was around, if, if I, if I would fit into that group, or attempted to go beyond what was requested of me by heaven to fit into that group, then I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. So you, you, God takes you, sets you apart so that you can identify with what was really your relationships in heaven. And I know that sounds kind of deep, but it's not deep. Your relationships in heaven, the, the people I gel with the most, I know within myself, that we had some type of relationship prior to conception, if I can say it like that. So it's like, I've been knowing you all the time. Relationship, it, the relationship is easy. It seems like it, it just comes right together and you just, you just move with it. And uh, even sometimes I don't even know the person, but when they walk, walked in the room, I, I felt like, man, I've been knowing you for a long time. And it seems that way. It, it, it is because there was existence prior to the conception and then there was a setting apart prior to the birthing. So I was set apart. God never intended for me to fit in to certain groups. So I don't, I don't try. And since I'm more mature now, I don't try. I'll entertain. I'll be nice. I'll be cordial. But I am not going to try to fit in to something that I'm not supposed to fit in because I've been set apart. Because I'm the one. And you are the one. So now you're understanding it was nothing wrong with them. The, <laughs> I will say this, it is, it was nothing wrong with them. And if you're in that process, it's nothing wrong with the people. The people are doing what they do. Uh, those groups are doing what they do. The problem is this prior to conception, God knew you and he interacted with you. And then he sanctified you, set you apart. So if he sets you apart before birth, uh, there, stop looking at them and finding things wrong with them and realize that you're the one. I, I finally realized the way that the reason they couldn't handle me is because he had set me apart. The reason I may be, you know, a little bit outside of the res religious sect of our day is because he set me apart. He didn't want me like that. And I've, I've embraced that. I'm the one, man. I'm the one to get outside the box. You are the one to get outside the box. Am I rebellious? Absolutely not. I submit to the structure that he has given me to submit to. And I submit and I submit very well and I always have, but I just don't fit into every arena and I am not going to turn into uh, a square to fit into a hole. I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm finding my place. I'm finding where I, you know, I've been set apart for. I'm gravitating more towards 
the one I knew prior to conception. So that helps me to move uh, uh, further in, in the destiny that God has for me with confidence. And that's where your confidence comes from. Uh, yeah, I've been set apart. I'm okay with that. In being set apart, you may go through a season with without the support or without the people who understand you to get to the support and the people who understand you. I can say to that, I have great support. I can say that today, but there was a season that I went through because I'm the one that was a season I went through. I didn't know where support was. I didn't know what support looked like. And I was around a lot of people, but still, I didn't know what that was. But I can say now I know exactly what that is. I know exactly what it looks like. I know exactly who I'm supposed to be close to. I know exactly who, who I'm supposed to be interacting with. I know exactly who those people are. I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I know exactly where I'm supposed to be going because I'm the one and you're the one. And if you're the one, the same process that I've gone through may be the same process that you go through, but I can guarantee you, you're going to come out victoriously on the other side, but, but you have to allow yourself. This is not, this is not about your hurt, your pain. This is not the trauma about your trauma. This is about being set apart. Now, if you try to stay where God has set you apart from, you're the one that's causing the trouble. Jonah, you're the one that's causing the trouble on that ship because you're not where you need to be. Nothing's wrong with that ship. That ship never would have gone through that storm if you would have been on the way to where God told you. You are the one. Now, catch this because this is very important. So just go ahead and forgive all those people who didn't understand you. Now that you're coming to the place where you understand yourself and you understand why and how God maneuvers, don't resist what you know for sure that God has set up for you. Now, you you know, the reason you think different, because you are different. <laughs> that, that's the reason you think different, because you are different. So if you think different, nothing's wrong with that, especially if you done, you're not thinking from a traumatized place. I'm not thinking from a traumatized place. If I were to really sit down with you, and I'll, someday I'll write a book on it and walk you through my upbringing and my interactions and the challenges, and you see how I function today, you would, you would not attach to me that you see today to that, that trauma. You, cause I don't respond like that. The reason I don't respond like that, I knew that all that was going on, the uneasiness was uh, an announcement or an alarm going off. It's time to shift. It's time to move further into whatever it was that God has for me. Now, I want to say this to you, and then I'm going to get into my, my last point. And this, this helps us to lead to the last point. Uh, many of you, uh, you have, you, I, I drive to, I, I may say, for instance, I'm, I'm going somewhere internationally. Okay. Uh, I drive to the airport, so I have to get out of the car, go through the airport to get on the plane because I'm, I can't, I can't drive internationally. So there are certain places in your life that you, you may use one vehicle for one place, and then you get on another vehicle to take you to the next place. So when you're the one, you're going to go through those type transitions. So I can go, uh, I can go internationally on a plane or a ship. I rather get there sooner on a plane. Okay. So, you choose what vehicle you're going to use. You're the one, 
And if you're the one, you have to understand these type things and you have to understand these transitions. So you're not upset with people who've done nothing to you. They did not do anything to you. If anything happened, they were the announcement because you're set aside and uh, set apart and you are the one that time's up. It's time to move. It's time to move. It's time to shift. You, you have to move further into the fact that you're the one in the place that God has for you. Let me get to number three so we can start praying. Your, your immaturity will not cancel God's assignment for your life. Your immaturity will not cancel God's assignment for your life. What did Jeremiah said? He said, hmm, I am a youth. Uh, you know, I can't even, I can't even speak. And God said, do not say that you are a youth because God has an assign, assignment for you. Now, the immaturity is you trying to stay where God has left and said, move on. The immaturity is you being in your feelings about something that's really spiritual and that's ahead of you. I want you to do this. I want you to do this this morning. I'm going to pray this, that you would get out of your feelings and get into your destiny, that you were mature. Only immature people stay in their feelings. I don't get in my feelings. Why don't I get in my feelings? If I get in my feelings, I don't stay in my feelings. I can't stay there because I have other things I have to do. He was going to speak to nations. How in the world am I going to stay in my feelings and speak to nations? How in the world are you going to stay in your feelings and do all that God has ordained for you to do? Now, I need you to do this before I start praying. I want you to put, because it's going to have your name there. It's going to have your picture there. I am the one. I am the one. I am the one. I am the one. And I'm having you to write that because I just took you through the process that a person who is the one goes to. Yes. Yes, got this process. The reason you seem strange, you don't seem strange to me, but you may have seemed strange to other people because you're the one. You may have seen like you, I, I seem like I'm ahead of time. People, <laughs> the ones, the ones who have been around me for a long time have, have they have seen how I've evolved and how the change in, in the way I communicate, but the, my heart is still the same, but the ability to communicate on a different level is for, for where I'm going. So I have to change in that fashion. I'm becoming more equipped for what I do because I am the one. You'll become more equipped. God puts you into certain settings that you don't need to fight because those settings are getting you ready for what you're supposed to do because you're the one. So when you're the one, God is going to put you with people who understand that you're the one. They're going to, he's going to put you around people who value the fact that you, you are the one and you have qualities that you're not in the place God wants you to be, but you're on your way. For every Esther, there, there is a eunuch uh, that's there to help her in her process, help her to get dressed, help her to get prepared, give her insight about the king. All those things happen when you're the one. So if you're the one, and I know you are, and, and now you know you are, and you understand all those things that happen, those things that those things were not to destroy you. Those things were to push you. So if a, if a bird is going to fly or an eagle is going to fly, that eagle, it will stay in that nest if the, the, the mother eagle would not stir up the nest, tear up the nest so that they would that that eagle it would get out and fly. So some of your lives uh it's been a stirring of the nest 
Everything is poking you so you'll get out and fly. Some of you don't even know you have wings. You will, you will, you will know real soon. Uh, but you have the ability to fly because you are the one. I have the ability to fly because I am the one. Thank God that the nest was stirred. Thank God that things started sticking me where I couldn't stay in that place. Thank God things were uncomfortable so I would move on because I am the one. I am not looking for comfort. I am looking for opportunity. I am looking for destiny and you are too. You are the one. Now I'm going to begin to pray. And as I begin to pray, you begin to let everything go that was training, that was a motivation to where you were going. And now you can see it correctly. All you need to do is get around someone who has wisdom about the journey. When you get around someone that has wisdom about the journey, it brings so much more ease to the journey and you stop thinking that the devil is beating you up. No, God is pushing you to where you need to be because you are the one. One more time. One more time. I am the one. I am the one. Write it again. I wanted to get deep down in you so that no one can ever shake it. They can't move it. They can't take you away from it because you are the one and you're now in the right setting. You're right in you're in the right setting now. You're you're on with the right people. Yes, you are. You're on with the right people. Don't you dare feel like an outcast. You're on with the right people. I have to pray, guys, but I wanted to get this to you this morning because I know that this will refresh your morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for those who are gathered together here this morning, whether they be ministers of the gospel, prophets, God, whether they be evangelists, whether they be pastors and teachers, God, whether they be apostles, whatever field that they operate in, whatever you created them for, God, you have not limited them down to doing a, a, a job in the church or holding a position in the church. God, you're, you're much broader than that. You could create the universe and did create the universe, and you would never limit your people down to one little small area God you God you're so vast God you're 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 the beginning and the end you're after that and the Omega God you have the ability to do anything so you have taken all these people who are under the sound of my voice now God and you're causing them to realize that they are the one God you place them around certain things you move them away from certain things God you maneuvered you got it you led through the power of the Holy Spirit you led through the preaching and the teaching of your word in order to put these people in the place that they need to be in God. And it wasn't anything wrong with them. It was wrong with us because we didn't realize we were, we were the ones. Now that we know that we're the ones, we're no longer angry. We're no longer resentful. We're no longer in unforgiveness. It's because you wanted us to move, to realize that there was something greater going on on the inside of us than the environment that we were operating in. So we thank you and we bless you, God, that we will no longer try to find peace and comfort in an old place, God. We're hearing something that causes us to maneuver and move forward in life. And God, when the brook dried up, it was time for Elisha to move on. Father, we thank you, God, that those people who it's time to move on, move on from thought, move on from certain places, God, that's not conducive to what you have placed on the inside of them. It doesn't sharpen them anymore, God. It doesn't bring a vision anymore, God. Move them, move them speedily into the place that you would have them to be God I thank you now for all around the world right now God you're speaking to people they are the ones God and if they are the ones God you're taking them through the processes that you uh, established in your word you're moving them like you move those who are of your word 
You're taking God, those who are your chosen vessels. They are chosen by you, God. They don't just exist in the earth. They are chosen by you. So Father, begin to do some, some amazing things in their lives, God, that will blow their minds. God, begin to position them and bring hope and God being courage into their lives on today, God, that they will be able to embrace all that you have for them. God, let us stop giving credit to the devil for, because of the process of God. We we even remove Satan from, from the aspects of what we do right now, God. And we see clearly, God, that you're maneuvering us step by step. God, you're maneuvering us, God, through your word. You're maneuvering us through the relationships that you've given us, God, because you place something in us, God, for a day to come and not the day that we were in. Therefore, God, we could not settle in the day that we were in. There was something always, God, pushing us and pulling on us in order for us to move forward. God, and I thank you now, God, that because we are the ones we're positioning ourselves now, God, in that place, whether it be a job, whether it be uh, some ministry opportunity, some business opportunity, whether it be in education, arts, and entertainment, God, whether it be in the government, wherever it be, God, you will begin to maneuver your people more and more because of what you're doing in their lives. And they are the ones. And because they are the one, God, you are not going to leave them alone. You're not going to stop inspiring them. You're not going to stop nudging them through the power of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to stop visiting them, God. So therefore, God, if you're not going to leave them alone, God, we're going to learn how to move with you. We're going to learn how to embrace what you placed on our lives and what you're doing internally. We're going to learn how to embrace it, God, because we have to, because if we're going to have any level of peace, we have to realize we are the one. And if we are the one, God, we have to, we have to embrace it because that's the place of peace. That's the peace, place of rest. That's the place where fulfillment comes. That's the place that God shows up and shows out wherever the presence of God is that that's where you need to be that's why many of you are getting on because this is the place it speaks to you it it even ignites you it activates you it causes you to think beyond father continue to stimulate the thinking pattern of these people continue to bring comfort even in turbulent times to their lives continue to move them forward even though everything in, in the world seems to be trying to push them backwards God God continue to encourage them from the inside out. God, continue to give them great vision for the future, regardless of the things that are going on around them. Father, help them to find the, the encouragement that they need for the place that they're in to get them to the place to where you've ordained for them, God. Put them in settings, God, that cause them to be stimulated, God, and activated, God, to, to think beyond, God, their present situation and present circumstances. God, give them dreams about the morning when they're still in their night season. God, give them the ability to believe more in what you said than what's going on presently. God, give them the ability to overcome obstacles, God, and, 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 and attacks, God, that comes from whatever area, God. We believe right now and trust you right there that you're continuously igniting, God. Some people right now, God, are in a, in a tough place. It seems like their backs are against a wall, but God, you're showing up right now, God. You're opening up an avenue so wide. God, they don't even remember the wall that their backs were up against. And God, we thank you and we bless you now that as you unfold, God, the next level 
of resources for their lives. God, that next level comes in, in resources because they embrace that they are the ones. God, no good thing shall be withheld from them, God. Every resource is, is already attracted to the identity. They are the ones, God. They know they didn't fit. They're not a reject. They're not an outcast. No, they're not, Father. And they have no reason to, to isolate themselves. This is the time, God, you've chosen them to build, Father. You you placed them to build, God. You placed them to expand, God. You have placed them in, in a time like this, in a generation like this, so that they will do things that are going to be beneficial to so many. But if they come into compliance with what you're done with and not what you're doing, God, they will never be able to do. They will never be able to sustain people. They will never be able to help the people that they're going to help. They will never be able to do that. But God, I break the bands, God, on their mentality that says they can't. And I say they can, and I say they will, and I say they already have, because whenever you speak to us, you speak about our future. And futuristically, God, they've already done great things. Futuristically, God, they've already brought solutions, God, to problems that have existed for decades, God. They've already brought major breakthrough. They've already come up with solutions for poverty and crime and all the things that would torment the land that we're in, God. They've already done that. You know why? Because God is with you and you are the one. So Father, starting this day, you'll bring so many creative ideas that they will begin to write down, God. There will be solutions because they are the ones, God. As they begin to write, as they begin to journal, as they begin to type, God, you will fulfill your purpose through their thought patterns. And God, even when they go back and read what they wrote, they will see that they're not where they used to be because they read what they wrote. And that's not normal for the writing of someone who is in bondage, who has not in embrace the fact that they are the one. Father, we thank you this morning. There's a holy release right now, God. There's an elevation right now, God. There's a release of power and authority and glory over their lives right now where they're no longer hindered, no, no matter what principalities and powers, no matter what hindrance or in authority to try to hold the community down and hold the area down. God, they will not be held down by any forces, God, that put restrictions on their lives, that put restrictions on their gifting, that put restrictions on their destiny. I thank you and bless you this morning, God, that you are releasing them because they are the ones. And because they are the ones, God, you're going to use them in mighty ways. And you're starting it right now. God, we no longer postpone what you have ordained for now. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Father, we decree and declare it's for right now. They are the ones right now. Let us begin to see results right now. Let us begin to see the manifestation right now. God, we thank you for it in advance for a great outcome. In the name of our King Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you this morning. I'm telling you, this is so great. This is a movement, guys. This is a movement, and you are the one. And you're stirring up a whole lot of stuff right now. You're stirring up a whole lot of stuff. Stop telling the devil to back off. You started the fight because you coming in your identity and the devil's mad because he's got to give up your stuff. You realize who you are. And the only reason the devil's been able to hold on to your stuff is because you've been having an identity crisis. But that identity crisis is over. You 
are the one. Hey, if you can get to Birmingham on, on Sunday, uh, dress up in your shirt. If you don't have a shirt, come on anyway. We're going to have some officials there. We're gonna. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be ministering a word you know is going to be about I am the one. So we're going to have a really good time. We're going to build you up. It's time for internal building, building yourself up on your most holy faith. We're going to get you ready. And nobody's going to ever be able to tear you down again. Nothing is going to be able to tear you down again. Every trial is a test for where you're going, baby. I'm telling you, it, it can't stop you. You're going to use all that trauma to build you up to where God is going. And the devil shouldn't have messed with you. People shouldn't have messed with you. No one should have messed with you. It's too late now. It's too late. You know that you are the one. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'll see some of you tomorrow night. We're going to finish up our vision casting on tomorrow night, but we're having a good time. So stream in. Bring it. Bring all your family in too. They can come in and stream into what we're talking about. So make a notation to make sure they're included just like you do on a Tuesday morning because we love having the people that you know with us because we want to be a blessing to everybody. So have a good day on behalf of myself and Lady Davis. We love you and we'll talk back with you soon. God bless. If you're ever in the Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right. Log on to StephenADavis.org now and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.